the concept of practicing what you preach, right? Um, so if you're running a local agency and you're out telling local businesses that they should be creating content on a consistent, ongoing basis, posting to their social media platforms, blogging, doing all these things, and you're not doing it yourself, you're kind of shooting yourself in the ass, right? You're going out on a prospecting call. Uh, you're trying to sell a, a local business on these services. And then, you know, you may leave that meeting and what's that local business owner going to do? They, they want to know if you're a reputable business. They're going to look you up. They're going to check out your social platforms. They're going to go to your website and see if this person's creating content. And if you're not doing that on a regular basis, kind of makes you look bad. And uh, it's one of those things that you just need to get handled. I can throw a little plug in there, Drew, for Content Copilot, because that's actually what we help agencies do. Stay consistent with content on an ongoing month to month basis. So just a little plug there, you know. This is the Local Marketing Agency Secrets Audiocast, where we interview the world's top minds in local marketing to bring you actionable tips and strategies for your local agency. Here are your hosts, Drew Griffin and David Calafiori. All right. Welcome back. Listen, this is going to be a new episode that we haven't done in quite some time. Drew Griffin here hanging out with David Calafiori, and we're going to be talking some interesting things, particularly around live events and everything that we just learned from a recent event, a first live event that we've held or actually attended and participated in in over a year. Actually, a little bit more than that, David. I think it's what been almost a year and a half since we've been to a live event. And it was really good. I mean, we're fresh off of getting back from Phoenix, Arizona, actually Scottsdale, Arizona, where Jeff Hershey held the Double Your Agency workshop. And it was pretty awesome. It It wasn't even a workshop. It was an event In my opinion, it was a world-class event filled with amazing speakers, people who have been doing local marketing, software development, all kinds of amazing things for a number of years. And these are some pretty amazing, successful businesses and and those that represent it, right? There are a bunch of people there. We're going to get into that in a little bit, but uh, how are you doing, man? Doing awesome. Yeah. We were just out at that event last week. And I've got to say, it was really great to kind of just get out and get around some like-minded people from our industry. Kind of felt like I've I've been locked in my town here, Pennsylvania, for like the last year. So it was, first off, that was just nice to be able to travel in somewhat of a normal manner and to to be around, like I said, like-minded people. It's not very often in my day-to-day life that I get to engage with, in person, people in our local marketing space. So it's phenomenal to just be in the same room, network, and be amongst like-minded people who have the same interests in terms of business that you and I do. So it was a phenomenal time. You know, what we wanted to really do with this podcast episode is kind of just recap some of our takeaways from this event and some of the things that we thought might be helpful for all of you who are listening. Absolutely. So before we jump into everything, you know, our personal and professional gratitude and thanks goes out to Jeff Hershey for a world-class event and the amazing lineup of speakers that he provided that we were able to network with, learn from, break bread with, right? And it was pretty amazing. So we want to mention that. And uh, we're going to get uh, Jeff to come on to a future podcast relatively soon to kind of talk about the event and why he did it and, uh, you know, what his vision is for the future. And If you don't know Jeff Hershey, this is somebody you should absolutely be connected with. He does some amazing things in this space, has amazing software, and and is just an overall amazing person, not only for his service to the country, but also his service to this industry. We are customers, we're clients of his, and we owe him a debt of gratitude for, I think, blazing the trail. And I think probably what we should mention right off the bat is, are you ready for live events? And if you are, you know, we should probably talk about a little bit very briefly so much 
much about leveraging live events and doing some presenting, I think is a good place to start here on the podcast, right? So one of the programs that we have, David, we've got a product called Content Copilot. And a part of that product is uh, we, we include presentations, right? So we, we provide four presentations every single month, typically around local marketing and that sort of thing. And I think it's a really good idea for people who are customers and clients of ours, if you are running a local marketing agency, that you should absolutely tap into presenting and teaching and providing value to your local market and in such a way that presents you as a thought leader about local marketing and tactics and strategies and that sort of thing. So the cool thing about Content Copilot is that we actually provide that information to you in advance of expertly designed and allows you just to simply perform the presentation in such a way that it should draw attention back to you and your agency. So relative to presenting, I think it's just when we were out at this event, it was clear that those that were able to stand up in front of a room of attendees, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be local marketing per se, but any subject matter that you're about to embark on and and teach, it's a good idea to have the stage, right? And having that stage provides you with being an authority, gives you that celebrity, provides you with some credibility, the know, like, and trust. And there's something about being on stage and the opportunity to actually present that draws attraction back to you, right? I mean, I know as a presenter out there, we had the opportunity to speak with a bunch of people. And as a member of the audience, we learned a ton and we were probably attracted to the information and the people that were actually presenting this information, you know, out at this event. With regards to live events, I think this might be something that everybody should consider doing, maybe hosting your own live event, whether it's with a chamber of commerce or inside your local community. There's one way that you can actually do presentations on a live a live stage. That's a great way to go about doing it. And if you're not ready to open up or if your community is not ready to open up, you should absolutely be tapping into doing presentations by way of Zoom or Facebook Live or some type of a digital platform that allows you to tap into your audience. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that needs to be said is you just need to get out there in front of people in your community and demonstrate your knowledge. And only good things happen from that when you can get up on a stage or, you know, give a presentation and demonstrate your knowledge and show how you can actually help local businesses by actually helping them, really good things happen. So take advantage of events or the opportunity to be a part of an event. Maybe it's just a lunch and learn at the local chamber of commerce. Maybe it's you running your own event where you're teaching local business people on how they can better use social media or manage your reputation or whatever it is that you do. Take advantage of those situations. And if those situations are not available for you, you can really go out and make them happen yourselves, right? You were just saying you can make and create your own event and invite local business people to it, right? Yeah, you don't always have to be asked. And and right, one great way to get onto the speaker circuit is to actually start hosting some of these your own way. Find venues, find something that you can tap into, host your own events, and start to invite other people. You don't need the permission to do some of these things. You know, without without a lot of fanfare, probability of you being recognized and people starting to attend your events, you will be recognized, and eventually you'll get onto the speaker circuit. Maybe you're become 
invited to a much larger event. And uh, when these events are occurring, you're able to tap into some audiences there and uh, your network starts to grow. You start to build your own stage for yourself. It's a perfect opportunity for a sizzle yeah. reel, right? Lots of photographs, lots of video, lots of ways and, and opportunities for you to actually connect with these, you know, with other attendees and people that are uh, probably your ideal customers. Yeah. Tap into live events if you can. And, you know, we're big fans of it. I'm a little exhausted, but oh boy, what an amazing opportunity to connect with some real, you know, movers and shakers in the industry. It's it's really great for your end business. So Dave, what, did, what was some of your big takeaways? I and mean, let's talk about some of, of the characters yeah. and the, the presenters at this event. I mean, I'm just blown away. My brain's been on fire ever since attending the event. And I took reams and reams and reams of notes from the event. But, you know, let's talk about some of the presenters and, and some of the takeaways that you had from the event. Yeah, there, there were some awesome, pretty amazing presentations and speakers at the event. Some notable ones at that. Uh, one of the ones that comes to top of my mind and was also on the, the top of the list of many of the people at the event was presentation given by Mike Cooch, right, Drew? Yeah, Mike, about that a little bit. Mike Cooch, what an amazing person. We've had the opportunity to share a meal with him the night before the event and get to know him personally. And that was a, a surreal experience meeting, you know, all these people. They're just world-class people first. And then secondly, you know, the businesses that they run and the real value that they bring to the community was second to none, right? So yeah, Mike was amazing. I mean, it, talk about a real deal, legit person and uh, a visionary about what's happening in businesses. He broke it down from a metric side of things. Uh, you know, he was talking a lot about these systems as a service and not getting trapped into the agency model where you're become a commodity, you know, moving past that commodity aspect, learned a lot about churn, learned a lot about marketing systems as a service and, you know, tapping into things that decreased churn as I guess to paraphrase a lot about what he was talking about is getting on that hamster wheel of a, of, of an agency where you have to go through that process of acquiring a customer and a client. Then what do you have to do? You have to kind of get results for that customer and a client, and then you have to battle the churn, right? So like when you don't get the results for them right away, you become more of a liability and an expense. So we talked a lot about churn inside of running an agency and what you should do in, in instead. So we talked a lot about companies like HubSpot and talked about, you know, some other companies like HubSpot and how they actually, you know, what their cost of customer acquisition is. And he talked a lot about, you know, some of the other metrics that when you really take a look at how your business is operating and how churn affects your bottom line and how much you're actually putting out there and the types of results and the types of reputation that you've got inside the industry and the business, when you are constantly on that hamster wheel of providing a product or a service and you don't deliver on those products or services that the churn rate goes really, really high. So what's the real value? What's the true value of your business? What's the valuation of your business when it really comes down to it, right? If you are a one or two person business, what are you providing to that end person or to that end business that's really moving the needle for them? It took made us look at our business model and our and how we're actually running our agency and our software business side of things is to, you know, what the bottom line is in terms of our valuation and that sort of thing. Mike really brought a lot of awareness when it comes down to our metrics and how we're actually performing as a company and as a business 
and what we should do in, instead. Like, how should we transition into the next stage of our agency and our business? And when you look at that and you really know the health of your business, then you can start to plan for the future. So that's what I pulled away from. I mean, there's much, much more to it. And that presentation was amazing. And uh, we'll try to link out to that in some type of capacity. But I learned a ton from Mike on that presentation. And uh, it was hard to follow, right? I mean, you know, Mike is such a dynamic speaker. And when it comes down to being somebody that really runs a real business, I, I saw a lot of value in what he was what he was teaching and, and educating about metrics and understanding your bottom line in your business. Yeah, that was a fantastic presentation. You also talked a lot about productizing your, your agency services, right? Um, you can't make a living or, or scale an agency by providing custom services to local businesses. It just doesn't work in the, in the end. If you're somebody who maybe is just running something as a hobby or doing this part-time, maybe you can make some extra cash providing customized marketing services to smaller local businesses. And kind of what he was saying is the fact that most of these businesses just don't have the budget to pay you properly for the amount of time that is going to take you on a day in and day out basis to provide these customized services for a local business. So you've got to find a way to offer them services that are kind of productized, right? Things that are based off of software tools that you can mm -hmm. set up for them and then implement systems into those software tools. Having productized services like that will allow you to actually scale your business over time and reduce the churn, which means, you know, people leaving your or not renewing your services after a certain amount of time. It'll reduce that that amount of churn that you get um, each each month or each year. So I thought I kind of thought that was insightful also. Another great presentation was by our good friend, uh, Dr. Ben Atkins. You know, he talked a lot about branding and a lot about how you should be using your, your social media platforms. Drew, mm -hmm. what was your opinion on that? Well, yeah. I mean, anyone that knows Dr. Ben Atkins knows that he is a master presenter. All right. So, you know, just being in that room and, and understanding how he was delivering the presentation taught me a lot that, you know, having that opportunity to present in front of a room was pretty amazing. But of course, you know, the topic that he was talking about, at least on the first day, was revolved around branding and using social posting to uh, position yourself and your agency. And what really what it came down to is, is absolutely true, right? When you are doing any prospecting whatsoever, you know, the, the quote that I pulled away from here is, you know, as agency owners, as web developers, as whatever it is that you are serving up in your agency, we want them to come and visit our website. They come to our visit for, because that's what we want them to do. They come to our website to, you know, we direct them to our website for what we want them to see. They actually visit your social profile for what they want to see. Right? It's one thing to validate that you've got a website and that you're up and running and that you're legitimate and all that other kind of stuff. And of course, that's very important. You know, having a appealing and an attractive looking website that does what it says that you do. It's almost your brochure, but they want to make sure that you're active. And so they're coming and checking out your social profiles. That includes Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter and you know all the different places that they like to consume content. And of course, they're going to come and check you out. Now, the interesting piece is, you know, if you've got couple of different social posts on your Facebook page and they were from December 2018 
Well, that's kind of sending signals that you are a social media company or digital marketing company, internet marketing company, whatever it is. But if you're not active on your own social profile, you're not doing the things that you say that you should be doing. Well, probably going to move on to the next agency that's a little bit more active and more recent. So we talk about this a lot, like recency bias. If you're not posting on your social wall, at least once a day, if not twice or three times a day, and they come and check out your profile, they're going to be a little bit concerned that you're trying to offer these types of products and services and you're not doing them yourself. That's that's a big deal. And I, I think this really even gives us a, a tapping into the idea that Ben was relaying to everybody. We kind of want to talk about ourselves a lot, right? When we're doing our prospecting and a lot of prospecting has to do with listening. But if we tap into our own opportunity to kind of toot our own horn and teach people through our social posting, I think that goes a long way. And uh, Ben does an amazing job, kind of talks about, you know, the importance of that to local businesses or any type of business. And, uh, you know, the opportunity to tap into that as a service for those types of business was very, very cool. Yeah. The the concept of practicing what you preach, right? Um, So if you're running a local agency and you're out telling local businesses that they should be creating content on a consistent ongoing basis, posting to their social media platforms, blogging, doing all these things, and you're not doing it yourself, you're kind of shooting yourself in the ass, right? You're going out on a prospecting call and uh, you're trying to sell a, a local business on these services. And then, you know, you may leave that meeting and what's that local business owner going to do? They, they want to know if you're a reputable business. They're going to look you up. They're going to check out your social platforms. They're going to go to your website and see if this person's creating content. And if you're not doing that on a regular basis, it kind of makes you look bad. And uh, it's one of those things that you just need to get handled. And I can I can throw a little plug in there, Drew, for Content Copilot, because that's actually what we help agencies do, stay consistent with content on an ongoing month-to-month basis. So just a little plug there, you know. Yeah, well, you know, I got to do that. It's But it's true. You know, a lot of yeah. us are just guilty of not doing that for ourselves. And that service provides that ability to democratize that for, for us as agency owners. Yeah, absolutely. Another great presentation was by a gentleman named Damien Rufus. And uh, Damien is an, an expert in automation. And automation is always something that is, is interesting to me to find out how you can take processes in your agency and kind of put them on autopilot and, and automate them. And uh, what did you think about that? Well, first of all, Damien is a product of hard work. And yeah. taking action. It, first of all, it was great to connect with somebody that uh, I didn't know prior to going to this event. And Damien's presentation on automations explains and really positions the importance of taking yourself out of the equation and allowing systems, automation systems to help you with your marketing, your follow-up processes, and that sort of thing. And Damien was a completely different level with automations. He was doing a lot of cool stuff with, and unfortunately, some necessary things with mobile devices and in in the world that we live in today. But beyond that, you know, uh, Damien is super smart with regards to lead generation and cold emailing and a whole bunch of other things to help you with your prospecting. But the importance of automation in your business, you know, for someone like myself is afflicted by procrastination, right? Taking yourself out of the equation when it comes to following up with your new leads that are entering your funnels and the ability to continue to communicate with them both online 
and offline, I thought was super intriguing, right? So Damien uh, taps into you know, list segmentation and being able to connect with people offline by way of direct mail as well. And I opened up some ideas and some thoughts with regards to local marketing that I never really considered, or at least didn't get to that part just yet. Automation and list segmentation and various types of segmentation, I think right. is really important for any type of business. But when it comes down to automation, I think the big takeaway for me is, yeah, I need to automate everything in my life. Otherwise, some things just don't get done. And uh, that's a tragedy, right? So we have tools, we've got systems in place that allow us to further our brand, further our communication and allow us to tell stories over time. And when you've got these machines and you've got these systems in the back plate running in the background for you, you can get a lot done and eventually lead to more sales, more relationships with those people and the frequency of those sales, which I think is awesome. Yeah, great points. I think, you know, one of my biggest takeaways is that he kind of touched on this during his presentation is like automations and, and things like that can be complicated and they can be complex, but they don't have to be. Automations can be as simple as finding ways to help you follow up with your prospects and leads. So as a lead enters your your funnel or your pipeline, you should have systems in place as simple as a email autoresponder follow-up sequence to keep in front of those prospects and leads on an ongoing basis. So if you have a lead or a prospect entering your pipeline, you should be automating that follow-up once per month just to stay in front of that person. Perhaps it's a little quick tip about you know marketing or letting uh, that prospect know about a new product or service that you have in your agency, but to set things like that up for your agency so you're always staying in front of and top of mind of those prospects and leads inside of your pipeline. Well, David, on that, what, what is one of your favorite ways to use automations to differentiate our agency when somebody enters our funnel? Yeah. Well, you know, we've got some really cool ones, actually. And one of the coolest is actually a, a strategy that we uh, teach in our local follow-up funnels uh, program. Some of you may have access to that. But while you're out prospecting, we've got this really neat one where we can we have a uh, an app on our phone where we can take a picture of a business card. And once you do that, we've got that app on our phone. It's connected to Zapier, right? And Zapier is an app that connects different apps together. It can take and read the person's name, their email address, and their contact information on that business card and automatically send that information to Zapier and then from Zapier on to an app called Bonjoro. And Bonjoro is a cool app that lets you send personalized video email messages to people. So it's really interesting. Like I could be out at a chamber event or a networking event or out, you know, just cold calling or prospecting. Somebody hands me their business card. All I've got to do when I've, you know, ended that meeting or I've gotten back into my car is just snap a picture of that card. And all that person's information is automatically sent off to Bonjoro. And then it Bonjoro creates a task for me or some for one of our team members where they can automatically just open the Bonjoro app and have a, a task list of emails or video emails that I need to send out to people who I've just connected with. That That's an automation in itself that's mind-blowing for some people to receive, right? Pretty cool to be able to meet somebody at a networking meeting, and then an hour later, they're, they're receiving a video email thank you or nice to meet you message uh, in their inbox. How clever is that? Now, maybe a great case use might be going to a live event 
like the one that we were just out in Arizona. And when you're getting and gathering business cards and that sort of thing, a great way to follow up with those individuals is to go through this automation process. And of course, you need to do a little bit of work, but it's not that much work, right? A minute to two minute, you know, nice follow up uh, video with those that you've met out at a conference that, you know, you might not see for quite some time, but you want to stay in contact. These are really, really valuable people to have in your life. Maybe you want to invite them to an interview on a podcast or a Facebook live or something along those lines. And uh, you put in a little bit of work. So maybe you're on the plane or maybe you're uh, in the airport or something like that. You can shoot a quick 30 to 60 second video thanking them. It was great to see you. Love to stay in contact with you. It really leaves a an, an impression upon them that you truly care about them and that you're just, they are not just somebody else that you're going to throw onto a desk, but right. throw their business card onto your desk, never to be heard from again. Love it. I think the big key is to have automations running in your business in the background so you can spend your day-to-day, day-to-day working on revenue generating activities in your business and have these other automations and systems running in the background working for you 24 hours a day. And I think that's the big key. These automations don't have to be complicated or complex, but you do need to have them set up and running in the background. So if you want to learn more about uh, automations and some of the powerful things that you can do, I would definitely recommend connecting or finding some of Damien's content. Maybe we can link out to that in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So who else? Who else did you uh, learn from out of this event? I mean, Brian Anderson had a fantastic presentation. Maybe we can just kind of touch on that a little bit, Drew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Brian Anderson is, um, of anybody that's out there really doing this stuff, you know, Brian is super impressive. I mean, obviously he's been on the webinar circuit and he's sold software and he's sold uh, all kinds of amazing information products uh, over the years and continues to do so. But, you know, this is a guy that's actually running a real agency with a very full roster. I mean, I I couldn't even recall what it was. I think he said well over a hundred businesses, maybe it was two or 300 businesses. I, I can't recall what the actual number was. But uh, he was talking about this concept of marketing as a system. What was your takeaway from that presentation? Yeah, powerful. Again, it kind of touches on some of the things that Mike Cooch was talking about in terms of productizing your, your services, right? You can't scale a business or it's very difficult to scale selling personalized marketing services, right? So you've got to find a way to sell services to local businesses that benefit those businesses, but also allow you to scale. That was kind of the gist I took away from that. And I think that's pretty powerful. And it's true. You know, you can't, it's very difficult to scale. You can't personalize services for a local business who can't afford to pay you two, three, four thousand dollars a month. So you've got to find services for your agency that are lower in cost, easy to implement, that still provide value for the local business. Yeah, I agree. And I think the big concept of, of, of that is, you know, being able to scale your agency without pricing yourself out of the market, right? So a big concept is democratizing your price in such a way that you can bundle real serviceable products and services that a small, medium-sized business or any type of industry would benefit from without pricing yourself out of the market. When you're able to do that on a larger scale, you've got some personalization and, and specialization in some of those services. You can always go deeper into some of those areas that need a little bit more specialization down the road. But if you can bundle 
a product or a service together and build out your roster that way, you can have a very, very successful agency offering democratized products and services without a very large ticket, a very large price at the end of the month, every single month. And when you're able to move the needle for those types of businesses with those democratized services, they will stay with you much, much longer into the point of, you know, cooch. Well, if you can decrease your churn by actually providing a bundled service to these type to prospective customers and clients, you're going to build out that goodwill without a decreased price. And then it almost becomes that line item that they can't get rid of because you're providing so much value to them that they stick around forever. And that's a great, great uh, model that uh, is very appealing. If you can find a way to do that, that's a great way. So we recommend connecting with Brian Anderson uh, about that. And if you can get a hold of that presentation, I think it's going to provide a lot of value to you. And I would say too, you know, one of the things that Brian mentioned in his presentation was we've all purchased products in the past, whether it's a, on a warrior forum or a piece of software from AppSumo or some sort of you know software tool. So we, we all have access to products and services that we could bundle or create to offer to a local business. And that's one of the big keys of doing this is, is finding simple little processes or strategies or tools that we could set up as a service for businesses. For instance, we have one coming pretty soon, Drew, that is going to be available for our members and, and to the public. It's called Lead Bubble, And uh, it's a, a simple tool, chat tool, video tool that you can sell as a service or an add-on service to local businesses. That's rather easy. Um, it's kind of like a set it and forget it type of thing that you can charge an ongoing monthly uh, charge for to a local business and create re- recurring revenue for your agency. But that doesn't take a lot of work from month to month. So the key is finding things like that that you can offer as a service to local businesses. Yeah, anytime that you can have and and add a tool, you know, to your arsenal that can provide value to your end user, it just makes sense that you can package that all together in, in one, you know, one fail swoop. And that's what I really loved about Brian, you know, when he saw the world moving in this type of direction, you know, that's what's really valuable when you can kind of foresee that, you know, where people are actually struggling with with their their day-to-day operation of their agency, when you can pivot like this and bundle things together and offer it as a service, it becomes very much an attractive model where you don't always have to deal with that churn month to month. And instead you can just add on another service that adds value to those customers and clients. And to your bottom line, you know, if you can add on those types of products and services, it increases your bottom line in terms of revenue that's being generated. It's a great way to go. He made a comment during his presentation. I forget exactly how he phrased it, but he said, like, listen, if you and your agency are having trouble selling these high cost, personalized marketing services to local businesses, stop doing it. Don't do that anymore. It's not working. Try something else. So that's the key too. you know, don't be afraid to be nimble. If you're having trouble selling something that's complicated or expensive, perhaps go the other way. Yeah, the, the quote that I took away from this, for, you know, from his presentation, and it really resonates with you, with me is, you know, you can't get to the seven figure level without busting through the six figure level. And if you're having trouble, 
getting to that point to the six figure level and we're talking a hundred thousand dollars and all the way up to a million dollars per year in your agency which isn't a terrible amount of money but if you're having a hard time selling your products and services maybe you've got sticker shock envy for a lot of your customers and clients if you can bundle your service together and offer it as a you know marketing as a service right at a much more affordable democratized price maybe they're not going to go away. I mean, when you've got that win and you've got five, 10, 15 clients and you can build upon that with a more democratized service, you can tailor that service to them through the various bundles that you've got. Then maybe you're going to approach getting to that six figure level faster. And of course, multipliers of that six figure until you're at that seven or maybe even eight figures down the road. I love that that approach to things, right? It's like, how do you eat an elephant? It's one bite at a time or something along those lines. But uh, it's true. You really need to think about marketing and their services that you're providing in a different way. In particular, in the business and economic world that we're living in right now, there's a lot of businesses that are hurting and their budgets are have been adversely affected. How can you filter and start to, you know, provide value to those types of businesses in this type of environment. So uh, I love the way that he approached it and clearly it's working for him. It should be able to work for others as well. Yeah. God, there was so much, you know, so much that we learned. It's, it's hard to uh, kind of put into an episode like this, but we wanted to talk about some of the, some of the more memorable things that we took away from this. Um, We also learned a lot about YouTube ads and that was really interesting. And and Google ads. Uh, What else, Drew? Anything else that comes to mind before we, uh, we head out? Well, there, there's so much, right? I mean, there's just so much, you know, we learned a lot about networking and, and being able to communicate effectively by listening. In particular, the 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 venue, which was fantastic. It was held at Top Golf out there in Scottsdale, Arizona. And it was world class. I had a I had a blast that I had to deal with the heat and I think I even was close to passing out just be because being dehydrated in in uh, the desert heat. But it's absolutely beautiful, right? I mean, it's just a different environment from the East Coast. And we had uh, some opportunities to connect with people that we had never met in real person. And uh, it was a pleasure to to do that and, you know, forge some future alliances, right? So I mean, we've got some products and services that we're going to be putting out there relatively soon. So we're excited about those those types of opportunities. And I think the big takeaway for from us is that, you know, on the way back, we were able to plan, you know, some, some pretty amazing things that we're going to be promoting, uh, that we're creating, that we're going to be testing. And uh, you mentioned Lead Bubble. We're really, really excited about getting that out there into the world. But some of these people that we connected with, we're going to, obviously, we're going to invite them to be a future guest on this podcast. And we're, we're going to learn more about their businesses, kind of go deeper into the subject matter that we're talking about. I mean, Josiah Colt, it's very interesting. Somebody that worked very closely with uh, Russell Brunson over at ClickFunnels and does a lot of amazing things with YouTube and Google ads and that sort of thing. Really excited about uh, learning more about how to leverage YouTube and YouTube ads to, for local, which I think is going to be very, very interesting in our agency as well as others as well. And then, of course, you know, Dr. Ben Atkins and we've got uh, Jeff Hershey. You know, his presentations were amazing as well, right? It really allowed us to focus in and at least recognize some things that we may not have fully considered in our own agency. But the the big takeaway is, you know, live events are back. And I thought it was just an amazing opportunity to take a step back 
back from what we've been doing on a day to day and a week to week basis to, you know, invest in ourselves, some education, get an opportunity to present ourselves, right? We had, we had the opportunity to put a presentation in front of everybody talking about how to leverage the chambers of commerce. And part of that is doing presentations, both in live environments, as well as recorded and uh, from doing things from a distance, building out large communities and leveraging the chamber of commerce to connect with local businesses. You know, I, I think that resonated with some folks that were there and think, you know, that, that was a great opportunity for us to, you know, get onto the speaker circuit as well. Yeah. So if you get the opportunity to attend one of these events, we highly recommend it. There's nothing like being in the room filled with really smart people who you know have a passion for marketing and pushing their business forward and just being surrounded by like-minded people. I think it's really important for your business and, and the growth of your business and agency. So Drew, until next time, we'll see everybody. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll talk to you real soon, guys.